Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Meet the one for all card. Perfect for Aunt Edith, your dog walker, and even what's-his-name. With over 100 great brands and no fees, it's the one gift for all. Available in stores and at giftcards.com. First time in a long time, but it seems like just yesterday when we were side by side, beast mode, no one's blocking our way. <laughs> These other guys tried it, but them man ain't got the skills of Braden and Davy, brazen and raging, bringing you the thrills and spills. Right here in full gear, about to blow up like TNT. Us man are too sweet, Brady, DVP, the BD elite. Right here in full gear, about to blow up like TNT. Us man are too sweet, Brady, DVP, the BD elite. Hello, Braden Harrington here without Davey Portman. He's at work. You should have took it off, but it's okay. Yeah, he outworks everyone. He's a hustler. But Braden Harrington here from Up Next. And uh, I thought I'd do a little Up Nextra, a little bit of, of a Rampage review, just because uh, I'm not sure if anyone knew what was going on tonight, but CM Punk has shown up in All Elite Wrestling. And, um, well, it was, it was happening on a Friday night, and I decided to to do things that I haven't done in quite a while, which was have friends actually come over and watch wrestling with me. So There's been a lot of Zoom things, but um, this is a little bit of a, a different kind of show, but I'm hanging out with Mr. Sam, not L. Jackson, but Sam Jackson, Chef Jackson. What's going on, guys? And Mr. Jesse from The Six. Six, six, six. Bonsoir, bonsoir, bonsoir. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we miss Davey. Do we? <laughs> <laughs> so, we, yeah, we're just hanging out and we were watching AEW Dynamite. Well, I also put, I had SmackDown on before you, kind of you guys got here. And I, don't, I have not watched SmackDown in a long time. So first I was like, wow, Chad Gable's still on, still here. Surprised he's still named Chad Gable. And then, and then Otis came out. I was like, huh. There's the, oh, now they're a team. Okay, cool. Uh, and then um, Cena came back, and he's wrestling Roman at SummerSlam. Is there any interest in that for you guys? I think it's going to be a good match. And they have new stakes in general now. So, yeah. Like, I think that, that kind of upset. But I do think that... Uh, the stakes is if Roman loses... He no longer in WWE. In du- he's got to leave WWE. Yeah. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, I hate that so much. That's just like the Money in the Bank 2011 when Vince tells Cena he'll fire him if he loses to Punk. So it's like 
either you believe it. I mean, there's no way it ha- it's happening, right? So either you think that telegraphs Roman wins or Roman loses and they just yeah. disregard the step. It's pointless. I have not watched SmackDown in a while, but I saw a brood bloodbath. They played the theme, but they didn't really let the beat drop till they came back afterwards. They played the... <laughs> on loop. And then okay. they, they came back from break and were like, wow, Seth is covered in poop or chocolate or something. And... They played the beat, and I was like, "Wow, you should, you, they didn't let the beat drop." But that—that that was my review of SmackDown. Damn, they should have had, <laughs> had Gangrel make a run in. Yeah, Edge kind of looked like him, uh, but then it was the real—the real main event. The interest that everyone had was it gonna happen? And I was—I'm a, a person that I gotta see it to believe it. Ghosts, sure, they—they could be real, but have I seen one? Nope. So they ain't real. Sorry. That's how I that's how I view things. So when people said Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels would one day make up and hug, nope, gotta see it. I saw it. It was really cool. Another moment in wrestling that kind of stands out, I'd say, is is when people come back and return. And there's there was one that happened right off the bat here on Rampage, where this whole build to this was what the dirt sheets leaked that CM Punk's coming back for a return. Yep. And then everyone's like, oh, could it be? Could it be? And then, okay, well, why don't we just book the United Center in Chicago? Because fuck it. And everyone just goes, okay, we know this is happening. Like, it was kind of like a secret, but not a secret. Yeah, so like, cool. everything, everybody's just, they're just alluding to punk coming in, right? Yeah. And everybody wanted it to happen, and AEW has always kept their promises, so people assume that the promises will be kept, and it got kept, right? So... Yeah, I, I myself, like, I think CM Punk is someone that definitely moved the needle, like, when he had his time in WWE. I, I myself, like, I remember, obviously, the pipe bomb and the John Cena stuff is, like, very memorable, but he had such other fun stuff. Obviously, his, his stuff before was really awesome. Yep. And he mentions it in his promo later tonight. That, But I just, I feel like he had to come back where he felt like he could do something. Like, like... It made it feel like a really good, a, a big deal because they, they, yeah, they booked this arena. They call it the first dance, like Michael Jordan. Yep. Right? So, like, they're treating it like you had, you had, what else could have happened here? A Bro- like a Brock Lesnar or Daniel Bryan coming out to swerve people? That would just be silly. You needed just this homecoming yep. of sorts to, to happen here. If, if Punk is the Michael Jordan, like, because it's Chicago, right? This is the arena Jordan played in? I have no idea. No. I imagine. Uh, Moxley said it, so I, I assume so. It might be newer than that. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm not sure how old the United, United Center it. Well, probably was built late 90s, early 2000s, yeah. so mm. I don't know if you ever played there. Well, I mean, we got CM Punk, who's like Michael Jordan, and, you know, Michael Jordan went and played baseball. He also made Space Jam. And then, and then CM Punk went to UFC. But so then, that's like, his baseball. but they're both really good at the one thing, though. And CM Punk's in movies too, so they're kind of similar. And he was writing comic books, wasn't he? Yeah, so yeah. he does a bunch of stuff. And Michael Jordan has shoes. Yep. Punk's got shirts. You know, Punk has shirts. He's, he's Michael Jordan. But he's not from <laughs> North Carolina. N- no, no, but he's from Chicago. The Chicago made punk. So yeah, AEW Rampage Friday, August twentieth starts off. We're all. We're all like in anticipation here, and 
let's just get right down to it. Yeah, sure. They the music hits and it's just CM Punk. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's all that's all you really needed, right? Like I'm so happy that they did this like like now, like at the start of the show versus yeah. the end. Because it would have completely ruined the show. People would be chanting his name all night. People wouldn't care about any of the matches. So like just having the show open with yeah. punk and the music, it, that's all that's all everybody wanted to really see. That's all everybody really needed and it was such a feel good moment. I'll tell you though, the music hit Titantron came on with the CM Punk logo and everything. I was like, okay. But I just said, see it when I believe it. I'm like, nope. I got to see him walk out the damn tunnel. Okay, he walked out the damn tunnel. Holy shit. Wow, CM Punk is here. It's my, it was my vibe for that. Like, Imagine if like it was like Dan Lambert came out instead of CM Punk or something like that. Like MJF <laughs> is what people online are like, oh, it should be MJF. Or It's like, no, nah, it had to be him. It just it felt so perfect. That's all you need to do. Yeah, the, the cover was blown, wink, wink, kiss, kiss, but... It's him, and he comes out here to this crazy crowd. This is this insane. The pop we expect after this long. Insane. Like it was probably one of the greatest wrestling moments I've seen in a while. Yeah, long time. yeah. Like I feel, I feel like eventually people will think of this as like a historic event. Like for sure. So I don't know. Yeah. Grown men were crying. Grown fucking men were crying and high-fiving and hugging each other. Yep. It's still COVID era, but yep. fuck it. Like, hey. yo, they were... It, it's Chicago was... It ain't COVID, it's just empathy involved, you know? It was, very, it, was, <laughs> it was very emotional in Chicago. That one dude crying is definitely already a meme. Yep. Like, 100%. Yep. I can't wait to use it. It's the new Brock Lesnar guy. It's like... it's. I, I'm going to use that meme. I already know the caption is... Uh, because he's just so he's crying with such happiness and, and emotion. It's it's when I go to Chipotle and get the barbacoa and they like give me like like two scoops almost oh, for the oh one. God. That's how I feel. That's <laughs> definitely how I feel. Well, we got CM Punk who comes out this crazy crowd. It takes like the whole fucking song, which by the way is he got they got the song, which yep. is perfect. Perpetuity, probably. Yeah, I mean, like we all know, it's he needed, needed the he song need, was needed. Yeah, it needed to come out. So, how much money has Living Color made off of CM Punk? <laughs> <laughs> it's working out great for them. Just wait, they're probably playing at all out. <laughs> hey. Yeah, why not? Sure. With Downstate. Well. No. <laughs> no, no. Put them together. Uh, yeah, so this, this crowd is, does like, pretty much the whole song has to play before he can, like, even, I swear they probably looped it. Yep. So he comes out and he's got a microphone and. He's he's starts to talk and he cuts this great promo. Um, a lot he says a lot, but some stuff that stuck out to me was like obviously the chants here of CM Punk and are crazy loud, and yeah. that's how it starts before you can even say anything. And he says, "I heard you for seven years. I heard you." It's like yo. <laughs> well, the first thing he says is he puts over Britt Baker. Yeah, wow, I feel yeah. like Britt Baker in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh he also kind of apologizes. He's like, "Hey, like I did some some questionable things that I wanted to do and like I hope you don't like judge me for it and stuff. Like I hope we're cool." And like he goes, "I I wanted to do this. I, I wasn't sure. I had to I had to know and I had to feel it and the crowd is just buzzing." So he's like, "Yeah, I fucking I feel it." Like he I don't know how he wasn't crying. A lot of people were crying. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was interesting that he he um, alluded his all of those things that he did that may have been questionable to just his his mental state yeah. at the time, right? So was he like, "Hey, I was a dick." <laughs> <laughs> you know, it wasn't clear because at first I thought he was gonna mention like his 
interpersonal dealings. I mean, mm-hmm. Colt Cabana does work for that company. Yeah, yeah. But it seemed more like he was. He said he didn't plan it. Like he really didn't have a script. He didn't yeah, just yeah. Say. So I think he more meant like. Um, it's not. I don't think apology is the right word because it's more just like he understands that some of the decisions he made might have frustrated the fans. Right. So I think it's just an acknowledgement. He's like, look, yeah. I left. I left you. Yeah. I left you hanging. So like, I'm sorry, and like, I maybe I owe you an explanation, but also like, I don't. But like, I'm back now. I mean, so. it's kind of a weird thing to say. Like, yeah. you don't have to. If you don't want to wrestle, you don't have to wrestle. You don't owe, owe us to yeah. wrestle. Like, yeah. Just, you know, so yeah. you're saying he's still a dick? <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah. So he sits down and, and and reveals he's got a new T-shirt that looks like that classic yep. Money in the Bank one, the the white one, right? And uh, obviously, this is when everyone had to go. Get, the lineups for this shirt were crazy. Apparently, at this <laughs> arena, yep. probably still are right now. Um, so he does his patented sitting in the middle of the ring thing. Um, can't wait till we see that spot versus spot with Alistair Black. For sure, we're gonna have to see who, the battle of yeah. the sitting down in the ring. Yeah. So Punk says last that man last sitting. man sitting match. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta do it when they hit each other, like slap each other, right? In a shark cage. Yeah, <laughs> sure. So he he says that he he was in Ring of Honor in 2005 and he left, and that's when I left pro wrestling. <laughs> wow, <laughs> big big shots here. But August 20th, 2021, I'm back. I'm back. He says he's back. To support the young guys. And then he just buries WWE even more. And yeah. says uh, they're not like what... The, he says some of those guys are then are here now. And some of, some of them are there now. And this like... He's he's, he's, he's like dis, disacknowledging. He's like, nah, I don't even... He's like... No, I, well, he said that he wanted to be around guys who had passion for pro wrestling like he had before he went to... The implication was before he went to WWE. And, and got now, stamped out. And he was wishing that he had those guys in WWE 10 years ago. And then he said, he realized, well, they're here now. So why aren't you there? Well, I'm here. So that was the whole thing. Yeah, is he referring to kind of like your 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 Cody's and your your guys who, who aren't making it in maybe so much? Like the people who, who were have their issues with WWE as well. Because he needed like a whole gang because he didn't have that before. And now, sure. he, now he does. He, he's joining this... This crew. Um, he then mentions Darby Allen as one of the young guys. And then it cuts to the rafters. And we see Darby and his dad Sting <laughs> hanging up there. And he, CM Punk says, Darby, you're tough. You jump out of helicopters and planes and skateboard and all that stuff. You, you're tough. You must be crazy, though, because you want to fight me. So I'll help you. I'm going to here to help you. But at All Out in Chicago, I'm back. So yeah, making that match pretty clear it's happening at all that, which should probably be the main event. Ugh. Yeah, 100%. That's a hey. Ken, Kenny Hangman ain't happening. It's the main event. Yeah, yeah, cuz Chris yeah, yeah. No, no it, it no disrespect be. whatsoever to Christian. Honestly, yeah. the main event should be this match. Yeah, cuz we've already seen Kenny and Christian. So that does seem to be like set up that has has AEW ever Oh yeah, it's the last Pay-per-view, the title of the main event, right? It yeah, was that's, the, that's uh, triple threat. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, so you're yeah. probably right. Yeah, it makes sense. Everyone wants to watch. This can be nuts. No, 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 yeah. no you're right. Uh, so he makes it clear that he, he mentions Sting as well. I wish he kind of took a dig at Sting secretly. I, w- I was waiting for like the like Sting and CM Punk are interacting here. And all he goes is like, oh, and Sting. 
Like, ah, you didn't call him his dad. You didn't say, ah, you could have you could have got him. You could have got him. Hey, he's, he's going to be on Dynamite. So this is true. Know, yeah, right? he's going to talk some more shit, I'm sure, yep. um, which I can't wait. Uh, he also then, like, is, like, wrapping up and he's leaving and then goes, oh, yeah, one more thing. I said I'm back. And when you all leave tonight from the United Center, you'll be handed out free AEW ice cream bars. <laughs> <laughs> And the crowd goes wild again. <laughs> yep. That's what he always wanted. Wow. And, then, he, and they, never, yeah. they never did it. They did when he left, right? Oh, did they? Yeah, like they made ones without him on it, like oh, a few God. years ago. So everyone was like, yo, the shade. Like, yeah, how, the that, audacity. It's crazy. It cuts to the commentary desk of like nine different people um, <laughs> <laughs> who are eating these ice cream bars, um, which looks great. Taz was into it. Taz was already, you couldn't even see CM Punk on it. Taz just already ate it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, CM Punk is all elite. He's here in AEW and definitely feels like business has picked up. It definitely feels like it's something cool to, I don't know. Wrestling definitely has this stink on me. And I, sure. I know I watch it and talk about it on podcasts and stuff, but it has this stink that like it can, it can be really shit. And I think it were, we're like been just brainwashed by this one, like, program that i've watched for probably the better half of the 10 years that now that feels like there is something that's different that maybe i've just been like programmed this way that now it, it can be something that's that's pretty cool and get me super hyped the way i kind of used to when i was like a kid getting into it sure. and it feels it, it definitely you said earlier like this was definitely like a pivotal moment kind of thing yeah it, it felt like that because this crowd didn't like didn't not stop for this whole like 30 20 to whatever 30 minute here they're just hot for this whole thing. Yeah. No, and, like, like, I've always said that, um, yeah, AEW just makes wrestling fun again. Like, I consider myself kind of like a last fan where I don't watch everything all the time. But, like, I find myself have to catch AEW yeah. because it's just, it just reminds me, like, when I was a kid when, like, I was watching, you know, all of my heroes, all of my stars, right? And, you know, the good guys always won, always try, was always uh, triumphant or whatever like that. So, no, it's definitely good to be back for sure. Yeah. Yeah, what, what did you think of Jesse of uh, of this whole CM Punk thing? I, like, what, did you did you miss him in these seven years? Uh, huh, maybe. Um, well, now that he's here, who do you want to see him fight? Uh, you don't because you, you don't seem as excited about CM Punk. Oh well, I guess I just I I was very confident it would. It was happening. I'm not like you. I didn't need to see him show up. Like I knew, okay, Punk right. versus Darby Allen, all out. I, as soon as Darby said best in the world, like I knew where they were going. Right. So, um, yeah, I, th- I mean, it makes AEW more interesting. I'm definitely interested. I was going to watch AEW anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, did I miss him? Yeah, I guess I did. But it's more like before AEW. It was just WWE was missing a lot, a lot of things, dude. When Punk was hot in that that summer, there they got they they had the whole thing where he came back, right? And yep. who the he, he he did the whole Cena thing, and then he left. It was the hottest thing. It lasted for a week. It lasted <laughs> it lasted for so long because they booked him fucking Kevin Nash. Yeah. So it's like they, what? Um, so stupid. So yeah. But like even after that, I guess for the two years and a bit when punk was there it's always like oh punk he's like real this is not 
a character I'm watching. He made more interesting. And after he For left, sure. there were not many characters like that on yeah. WWE TV. Like you, they have good wrestlers, but so much of that show is just. I mean, Puck alluded to it. It kind of. It's not. It's not wrestling. Not, it's not really. Like it, it's not pro wrestling, and it's not meant to be. Like yeah. that's kind of what Vince McMahon has always wanted, and it just you know. Yeah, no, like Punk and Brian were like the last wrestlers with like um, like are humans with emotions as opposed to just playing a, like a character. Reminds me of Brett. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like absolutely, exactly. Like he, like Brett was a guy. He was he was a like, great athlete, but he had like distinct personality traits. He was not playing a character where you know you are, I don't know, some con man or whatever like that, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you're actually you're actually human, and you actually have some good traits or some bad traits, like. That's how I like my wrestling. Even, so. when, yeah. even when he's wrestling a pirate or a dentist, or something. <laughs> exactly. right. he was the human. He, yeah. That was his. Brett game. always behaved like a professional <laughs> athlete would behave. It's like, okay, exactly. I want to win this match. I have to do this. Yeah, match. see, that's where I come in as a fan. I, you, all you need to do is want to win the match. That's what matters. That's what this sport is supposed to be a sport, right? So when you have guys like Brett and Daniel Bryan and Punk, that's yeah. something that's all similar. Is they. They're, they don't. Re- What's their gimmick? Their gimmick is they're fucking really good at this. And Punk, obviously, I'd say is the best talker out of any of those guys, and that yeah. definitely helped him. So of course he's like in the sports entertainment world because he's out blasting everyone on the mic in his WWE run. Like no one touched him. Like even standing toe to toe with The Rock, like yeah. he was super hot in that program, and he got robbed out of that that WrestleMania main event. It should have been him yeah. in that, and he should have won. Because then they, he fucking would have went on as their guy for a little while. Like, yeah, there were so many missed opportunities that then he left in 2014, and then Daniel Bryan like kind of picks up where he left off, and then Daniel Bryan gets injured and has his old issues with the Fed and stuff. It's just, yeah. So yeah. hopefully they get they get to tie it up here. Yeah. Because uh, maybe this is just phase one mm. of like meaning Daniel Bryan's coming. Sorry, no, Bryan Danielson. Yeah, I, I like I assume that as well. I don't know if people are rumoring Arthur Ashe or whatever, but yeah. You know, like, the best thing about, like, guys like Punk and, like, Brian is, like, they just care. That Just just flat out. Yeah. They, they care. So, you know, when they're in WWE, when they're in AEW, whatever, they're going to put the... They're going to do the best that they can. They're going to put on a show. Like, I feel like a lot of WWE guys are lacking just caring for me. I mean, why would you over there? I, I guess, I don't know. Yeah, they kind of take it out of you. Yeah, that's a really so. good point. And I think it's... I mean, it sounds like it's true for the performers. I, I don't really know. But definitely the characters. Like, John Pollock always mentions this. Like, John Cena through his entire reign. Everyone loves him now. But the big problem with Cena was he'd lose a match and come out the next night smiling. He's yep. won 16 championships. He's lost them 16 times. It, ne- it rarely seemed like the character of John Cena cared. Right. right? No. He carried against Punk in that program, which is why it was so hot. He carried yep. against The Rock. That was a good program, even if the matches were whatever. Yeah, yeah. AEW... They all seem to care. And the ones, like, so the characters who seem a little bit cold, like a Matt Hardy, maybe it's because we don't feel like Matt Hardy really, that character really cares if he wins a given match. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But mostly, it's like, the characters care. The performers seem to care. The fans care. So you put on AEW, maybe you see some matches, you're like, oh, whatever, that was fine. But you just know what happens matters within the context of the show. And the fans respect that, and they respond with energy. And WWE, you get that sometimes, but a lot of time you don't get it. And I think that's tied to why Punk left as a performer yeah. and why he's back now with AEW. 
I, I want to see him tie it up and do. I I want I can't wait to see him fight Darby, obviously at All Out, but I can't wait to see him. He said he said in this promo he's here for a long time. Like I'm here. Like I'm not just here for a flash in the pan. Like I'm here. So that means like, you know, down the line he can do commentary and wear other people's blazers and uh, like do all whatever. But like that's good because they're short on commentary. They, yeah, they, they are. Uh, this show probably needs more people on yeah. commentary. Yeah. Uh, overall, this this intro, this intro to Punk showing up here was just something felt so special. Like, yeah, it, it leaked in in the world of non wrestling on online. Like, yeah, it, it would have been this crazy pop. But how would you have booked an arena to do it with the crowd? Like, yeah, like it was they, just they needed they needed this like yeah underground buzz to like yeah yeah salt like sell this arena yeah and it did. It yeah. worked. It worked. It was like a homecoming. It was. It Hopefully was. Hopefully, helps Raiden's as well. Yeah, yeah. Friday's tough though. Like so tough. And also, you didn't point blank say it. Yeah, it's really interesting. I, I saw a tweet by Brian Mann about this. How it's like they kind of disobeyed a pretty basic rule of not just wrestling, any sort of, any sort of performance where you either hammer it home. Hey, everyone, CM Punk is going to return on this night in yeah. this place at this time. Or you don't say anything. Yeah. And you just let a huge surprise. Instead, they really catered to the pro wrestling audience, especially those who spend time online. And they're right. like, we're going to drop enough hints so that you know he's coming. But non-wrestling fans would have no idea unless right. the wrestling friends told them, right? So I think the rating will be interesting, but I think more important will be the ratings going forward. I think more important is the YouTube hits, the the clips on Twitter. Like, like this clip of him showing up right by the time we look at it tomorrow is probably a million views like instantly right like 100% so that's what like that matters too it's just going to it this is the this is definitely when i i think business picks up because like john moshley dean ambrose he came he makes the jump but because he was a guy in wwe yep there was people that jumped with him yeah. and punk is the guy that makes all these people go all right you know what i guess i do have to watch these fucking uh, backyard wrestler wannabe guys now if that's how they <laughs> felt about it before because yeah, like yeah. they this is a guy that will definitely pull a big audience you say he's on dynamite and he's gonna talk okay easily mill view is happening on wednesday because now they can promote him now it's now it's like the secrets yeah. out everything's out yep. you go yo punk said all out bro that pay-per-view is going to be insane for sure they should be they should be pretty big numbers what you mentioned about the clip is interesting because maybe the reason to hint enough so that your audience knows but not state it outright is to maximize the response from your audience. You want them to anticipate it, but you don't want them to know exactly when or how it's going to happen. And so the clip goes around of the audience going nuts. Yeah. I think one of the biggest selling points of AEW is if you just watch WWE, you maybe don't even know who Kenny Omega is. You don't know who any of these guys are. But you see the crowd and you're like, Oh, oh, these people are really enjoying themselves. I'm. I watch. Don't you want to be part of that? Like, yeah. So they're they're selling their audience in a way. It's one of their biggest selling points, and I hope it works out for them. Well, you say that because I watched. I had Smack the like the second half of SmackDown on before watching this when you got just before you guys got here, and like night and day, that crowd is like cool. They're there. They're yeah. like, yeah. Actually, happy. I thought that crowd was pretty good. I mean, at least for Cena and Reigns. They, At the end, yeah, maybe. But there was, there was a yeah there was also a few CM Punk chants but like not enough and they sh- they shouldn't have but like yeah but but this crowd here in AEW this in Chicago like it was it was perfect it was it was great it was uh, everything that you wanted That's yeah like, yeah like they could not react better like from 
crying fan to people <laughs> jumping for joy to, you know, like the crying guy definitely makes it 100%. There was other stuff on this show. Uh, Christian, oh, yeah. Christian Cage calls out Kenny Omega. Well, first he calls uh, Young Bucks trampoline backyard wrestlers and then calls Kenny that he's in his head, which leads to the match private party. Hey, you know who, you know, CM Punk showed up on this show, but you know who else had to get on this show? This is the real draw. This is what sold out the United Center. Matt Hardy. Hey. Big money Matt. Hey. CM Punk's on the show. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Big money Matt with Private Party. Um, there was a poetry in motion from Private Party because they took that on when they were the Hardy, fan, what, Hardy Party. But Matt looks at the camera and I, I can't believe I'm saying I enjoyed something from Matt Hardy as of late. But he turned to the camera as we were watching this. I said, oh, poetry in motion. As Excalibur, I think, then says it. And Matt Hardy turns to the camera and goes, no, no, no. That's not poetry in motion. It's the party in motion. <laughs> so I, I like that. I think it was money in motion. Was it money in motion? No. That would make more sense. Was it? That's what I thought he said. I, I heard party in motion. Because it was poetry in motion, so it's the private party in motion. <laughs> It's, my, now that I think more about it, it's not that funny. Money, <laughs> money, money, yeah. and emo, money in motion. They, uh, they beat down on, Private Party beats down on Jungle Boy until he finally gets a hot tag. And there's this crazy spot, like a destroyer off the top Fuck. shoulders. Of, doomsday destroy. But okay, so Jungle Boy is on Luchasaurus's shoulder. Jungle Boy takes yep. the move. Yeah, but... It's Who's, who hits the move? Um... I think it was Cassidy. Ca- yeah, Isaiah Cassidy, yeah. It was... Yeah, this was nuts. This was crazy. But it wasn't the finish. Uh, Quinn tries to hit Luchasaurus with a, a shooting star on the outside. But it was kind of, as JR said, didn't get quite all of it. But still, he did a shooting star. It looked pretty cool. Um, there's then Jungle Boy, who's in there. He gets rolled up with the tights. We can see his bum, but he kicks out at two. They send, uh, I think, Cassidy out of the ring and then hit Quinn with the Jurassic Express, which is the, like flipping catapult into the double yeah, flip looks, orange crush sit out powerbomb thing looks, jungle boy wins looks absolutely intense. yeah they got height yeah like and and like torque like speed <laughs> so like the dude's head like bouncing off that mat that was a great match yeah it was a quick little like all the matches here were pretty quick but it They're definitely it, it pretty hit and, and they need to be the guys who face the bucks at all out in the cage I don't know sure. Lucha Bros bucks that would be a good match in a cage I know yeah any any day of the week I'll watch Lucha Bros and bucks yeah. I already said it but like ah, it makes sense now I want to see these guys win the titles uh, Callus is with Kenny and this is like super quick and he just says you're gonna wish you never came back Christian Cage I'm, I am a, you're, in, you're in my head and I'm gonna beat you up because I'm mad at you uh, but that was pretty much it. Um, there's Jade Cargill, who... Um, that bitch can't Jade Cargill. <laughs> that bitch. That bitch. <laughs> You've heard how I've described uh, how Excalibur needs to make sure... Here comes that bitch, Jade Cargill. <laughs> no, that bitch, Jade Cargill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotta put um, the comma in that. Yeah, you're trying... <laughs> Well, uh, Jade Cargill faces Kira Hogan. This was pretty much a squash match. Uh, yep. the, Kira didn't get pretty much anything in here, uh, but Jade wins with the implant busters. So, yeah, that bitch, Jade. Um, it shows recaps of CM Punk, and that's when they tell us that he's showing up on Dynamite. We're also getting Lucha Bros, Varsity Blondes, Red Velvet, Jamie Hayter, Big Money Matt versus Orange Cassidy. Always makes on every show. And Malachi Black versus 
Brock Anderson, Arn Anderson's son. So that's on Dynamite. So I think that'll get a big number when you announce Punk talking again, for sure. Um, we get a promo. There was another promo I wasn't expecting here from 2.0 and Garcia. But then it's like picture in picture with Moxley, who's looking super like just beat up. And Mark Henry. Ma- Mark Henry. is his thing. Yeah. And uh, 2.0 say, yeah, we took out Moxley. We ta- what did they say? Tanya Harding? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Tanya, Tanya Harding. You, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we turned, yeah, we turned Tanya Harding your ass. And then um, Moxley just turns around finally and is like, look, uh, I'm, a, you've, I'm upset right now. Uh, I don't know why. And then he just starts going off and he says that I can't believe I have to commit a felony and assault with a camera on me because I'm not really happy about that. And <laughs> Daniel Garcia has a better chance of getting me pregnant than beating me here tonight. And since we're in the United Center, I'm going to bounce his head like a basketball and uh, gets ready for his match, which is Moxley versus Daniel Garcia. Uh, this is like probably only like five minutes, but it was like Saito suplexes, Germans, I did like a spot where Garcia's like coming at him with strikes and Moxley's just like, nah, sorry, kid. Fuck them kids, bro. And just nails him with these huge four, like shows him like you're not there yet in your like in your stature. But I do love Daniel Garcia. Uh, Garcia does get a sharpshooter, but it's countered into the bulldog choke and it's over. I kind of hope we get a rematch with a lot more time. Like I wouldn't mind to see this um, go a, a lot longer. Um, and then this is when there's like a beatdown and Darby comes out, hits a coffin drop on both of them. It's it's a whole hell- celebration. Eddie Kingston just likes hanging out with Sting. Yeah, this is boy. Yeah, uh, but that was Rampage. So obviously the highlight is 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 CM Punk, and yep. I, I'm pretty sure you could have just booked the whole episode as him talking. Uh, <laughs> I thought that I thought that he would just talk for the whole show. One man show it. Yeah, I thought for sure that's what he was gonna do. Uh, what what matches would you want to see from CM Punk? I kind of asked you, but what would you see, Sam? Um, like obviously CM Punk versus Kenny Omega. Yeah, is something that sounds good. We're gonna get Darby. I think an MJF down the line. Obviously Matt just Hardy. From a, just from a striking standpoint, Punk versus Malachi Black insane well like we mentioned the sit the sit down spot yep so uh, yeah and the kicks and stuff yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they both have uh some like what of a background yeah um yeah excited for punk derby oh, just pack andrade uh, yeah no like those would be cr- crazy matches they're like yeah. they're the good thing about aw is so many dream matches that like it's just like just thinking one guy versus another guy you're just like oh my god yeah like like, I, like, you would think you've never even seen this, right? You could, Punk could face somebody from, like, whatever, New Japan or Impact or whatever and just be absolutely insane as well, right? So, yeah. There's, yeah, endless possibilities for sure. You know, it wouldn't be a marquee matchup, but actually, watching the match tonight, Punk and Daniel Garcia. Yeah, 100%. They do some interesting things, like, yeah. grappling-wise, like, to the point, like, maybe Punk's second TV match or something. Like, yeah. That would be, that'd be a good match, fun to watch. It yeah, wouldn't be, it wouldn't be like a, uh, something to sell a pay-per-view one, but sure. Yeah, yeah, and then of course you have like the New Japan stuff, the Forbidden Door, if you will. I yep. mean, the Forbidden Door is kind of open with UFC also, so that's not good for Punk. He needs to stay away from <laughs> that door. Needs to stay closed <laughs> that's, over that's there. Yeah, that's door, like yeah. yeah. He it's like uh, was it Nightmare Before Christmas? There's the different doors of different lands you can go into Forbidden yep. Doors. He's not going into the UFC one, but he will. He should. Go into the one with New Japan because I wouldn't mind Punk versus a Jay White. 
Punk versus Osprey, obviously. Oh there's a few there's a few things I wouldn't mind seeing. Punk versus Ishii. Obviously Punk versus Ishii, but that's when you bring Daniel in and that's Ishii versus Daniel needs to be the main event of something. Oh Please God. God be Arthur Ashe. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Suzuki. Oh, Suzuki is coming into the mix. You hear about this? He's doing all these GCW shows. I hopefully yep. he's at that emo night show. <laughs> Suzuki at emo night <laughs> at versus Alley Cat, and I you can take all my money. We're going front row. <laughs> Please book it. Um, yeah, so so Suzuki is, is going to be stateside here. So so there you go. CM Punk versus Suzuki. Oh my god, they have a great match. Let's go. Yeah, do it soon because Suzuki's old. <laughs> 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 hey, bro. No, yeah. it's been, uh, like just endless possibilities. Yeah. Like, Definitely. Like, I yeah, I'm super excited. Honestly, excited. yeah. This this showed like AEW definitely like obviously like I'm I'm someone who watched wrestling as a kid and I continue to watch it and WWE definitely made me. I mean, I do a show about NXT because I was like I can't watch the other shit, yep. so I do that. That's why I I, I do I had been doing this. And yeah. AEW comes in and swoops like it makes the takes the best of the this indie stuff that got so popular. Yeah. And just they've made it this like super hot show that again does make you feel like. It's it's fun to be a wrestling fan again. Definitely, like makes you makes you feel hype about it. And um, question for you guys: yeah. How do you think Punk will look in his first match with Darby? It is it is tough. I mean, he looked good. Like he looked. We, he was in his T-shirt when he took revealed his shirt. I think, but he looked. I'm sure he'll be fine. You yeah, so? I'm sure he looked good. Like, he looked fine in UFC, but he looked. No, he no looked, I, mean, I mean, I mean, like from a rank standpoint, not from like yeah. A, Physical standpoint. Well, he's got to do the Pepsi plunge. Okay. He's got, he's got to do the Pepsi twist. Well, his his knees. Hey, that's seven. That's seven years of like recovery. Though. Well, seven years he could have asked Rey Mysterio about his knee guy. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> maybe. Yeah, get the baby research there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think he'll look good. I think he should beat Darby. Unfortunately for Darby, but yep. it makes sense. His punk coming back. Yeah. For well, sure. what do you think the the expectation is? Because I don't. Consider CM Punk a five star worker. Like he's he's, he's had a good work. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He's not like Daniel Bryan's a guy I see as like this guy is a great worker. Kenny Omega, here's a great worker. Yeah, is a great is a good worker and a. I mean, mm. consider the bar we're comparing to. Right, right, right. Um, and you know he never. I think we'll have the. Endur- I mean, I, don't know. I think we'll have the endurance. Yeah. I just wonder if people. Maybe have heightened expectations of him being away so long. I or hope maybe they're so hyped to see him, they'll love it no matter what he does. Yeah, this yeah. is true. It's like Sting, man. Away. It's like Sting gets put through a table and gets up. Yeah, it's Sting. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Like he's he's sixty two and he yeah. can't like do anything else. Like sure, having no yeah. sell is t- like or not. I should say he can't do anything else. Did you love it? Yeah, I, like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even like watching old guys, but like. Yeah. If, there's clearly a reason to have saying people love him. And yeah. if you're going to put him in a match, that's the kind of thing you should do. It's smart. Yeah. And, uh, I think punk will look good. I think, he, I think he'll, he looked, I thought he looked good even now. Cause like in, in the, like, you know, he's in movies and he fought in the UFC. I watched his fights and everything, but, uh, he, I thought he looked like just pr- prim and proper. I'm sure like, you know, fresh cut or maybe some, maybe makeup or whatever. But like, he, I thought he looked like better than I expected him to look. I thought I see. I thought I'd see him. Obviously, he's older. I thought I'd see him older, old man Logan Punk. But he didn't give me that vibe yet. We'll get the, we'll get to old man Logan Punk, you got but not the, you quite got yet. Salt and pepper going on with the- a little bit, but not like fully. Not like nah. He still looks like like you're right. We got to see him fight Darby, who's like this cannonball. Yeah. 
yeah. of, of like speed and so aggression you can see and everything. Yeah, that, yeah. That type of shit, right? Well, I'm I'm super excited and it's super cool. It definitely moves the needle, I think, for for wrestling in in this kind of era. It's gonna get the the, the other fans to try to check this show out and hopefully grab onto them. And, and I, I just, I'm a fan and I, and I think I speak for you guys too. We want to see like wrestling get like crazy and hype again. And this is the stuff that does it for, for me. Hey, yeah. WCW made a platform. Of surprises. <laughs> it's and, WCW. And I was, and, yeah. And they uh, brought people in and then I was too young they, for they, that. They, yeah. Eventually they lapped, yeah. eventually they lapped raw, right? That's it. So there hey, we go. No, maybe AEW will eventually lap raw too. Bring back Lex Luger. <laughs> ice, train. All America. ice Train. Ice Train. I want Ice Train. And, uh, Scott Norton? Uh, all of them. I mean, Scott Norton's a fucking goddamn there's, legend. There's, I don't there's know. There's no more labors anymore. They yeah. can't bring these people back, right? Yeah. Uh, well, CM Punk is all elite, and uh, we thought we'd uh, give a little up and extra here, chatting all about it. Of course, you can hear so much of uh, the BDE and Up Next this weekend. We're doing a watch-along for SummerSlam and then a post-show live on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash upnextpodcast. And then on Sunday, a watch-along and post-show for TakeOver 36 or 35 if you look at the logo. <laughs> but TakeOver 36. And we'll be doing that. But if you're a patron, you're invited to the tailgate 4 p.m. Saturday. And Sunday will be up next summer. The Bray D versus Fire Frank. Maybe. Possibly. He's not answering his DMs or anything. He's gone AWOL. Well, he's scared. I hope he's meditating or concentrating or whatever. Because when I showed up here tonight, let me tell you, Braden was working the mitts. He's working the speed bag. Yeah. Dude was lighting that shit up. I have never seen such speed, such power. Yeah. Fire Frank. Good luck, son. Yeah. Thank you. No one's no one's in my corner. Everyone, I'm treated like I'm some bad guy. I mean, Davey Portman is literally in your heart. Oh yeah, he is, isn't he? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. But he's also in a rap battle, so I'm a little worried. Yeah, you don't seem to have all that much confidence in him. I I believe in him. I believe I do. I believe in him. I've been I, I telling I telling you, he he's from you know he's from the UK so he he listens to that grime. Oh, okay. Oh god. Grime's gonna bust out his best skepta impression. Yeah. He says to go to a karaoke bar that, that has rap and he should be okay. He went. We went to karaoke last week and he did Lincoln Park in the end, but he <laughs> changed the lyrics to uh, uh, doesn't doesn't really matter how hard I try. It doesn't really matter if John Cena dies. And everyone in the everyone in the bar was like, "Wait, what did he just say?" And then he continued the song. It was really weird. <laughs> well, uh, well, join us for up next summer. And if not, the the replay will be available on there as well. But if you want to listen to more, listen to up next and BD Elite every week. Me and Davey run down NXT and Dynamite on two different shows. All the stuff. And of course, if you want to listen to all the stuff we do, patreon.com slash up next. Five bucks a month. North Americans here. We've done Freddy versus Jason for Friday the 13th. We've done The Wrath of Khan because there's so much Khan talk. And we do retro NXT reviews, so much wrestling. Best match ever, Daniel Bryan was out. That's, I think we got to do a best match ever, Summer of Punk. I think me and Davey got to go back and look at it, And that's got to be that's happening. Gonna, that's yeah, It's a wrap, I think, already for September. So that's coming as well. But check us out. Thank you, Mr. Sam. No Mr. Jesse from The Six. Uh, is there anything you wanna you wanna your Twitters? Oh, you have uh, you got these fighter things for fight fans. You should check out. Yeah, um, I have a Instagram, TikTok, the fighter tape. It's basically amateur old 
pro fighters, kickboxers, just like mixtape form, short, uh, weekly content. It's like highlights of fights and stuff. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. And you use my beats. And I use Braden's beats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's all over my shit. Uh, what's that? At Fighter Tape? At The Fighter Tape. Yeah, sweet. And Jesse, anything you want to plug? Eat a salad. Eat a salad. Yeah. And don't eat Doritos? Don't do not eat Doritos. Ew. Because? A, they're disgusting. Oh. But B, they use palm oil, which deforests Indonesia and Southeast Asia, which kills mm. orangutans. Wow. <laughs> Damn. So avoid palm oil. Thank and you. Your salad dressing. Oh. You eat your salad. <laughs> yeah, all right. That's what I'm telling you to do now. Wow. Will do. Best in, Bummer, right? best in the world. <laughs> uh, thank you guys. Thank you for listening. And uh, we'll see you later. It's clobbering time. Take care. Goodbye. And be safe. Best in the world. Training is right around the corner. So come for the games and have a ball in Arizona. With world-class resorts, unbeatable dining and nightlife, amazing scenery, and endless outdoor adventure. Make your visit unforgettable. Plan your getaway at myspringtraining.com. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.